Good morning, I'm Jake Sherman, and this is The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Friday, August 27th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines for the day. Biden crashes. Number two, Supreme Court strikes down the eviction moratorium. And the tragedy in Afghanistan. Let's get into the mix. We are big uh, proponents of suggesting that politicians and public officials have to live in the political moment they're afforded. But between the gruesome bombing in Afghanistan, resurgence of COVID, and the Supreme Court striking down the administration's eviction moratorium, Biden, President Joe Biden, uh, might be in the midst of his worst week ever. Uh, uh, And frankly, this overwhelms at least temporarily the amazing work that Democrats have been doing, not policy-wise, strategically amazing. They have gotten through... um, a massive budget, a massive infrastructure package almost, and they're they're pretty much on their way to um, uh, fulfilling the president's agenda. But he's, Joe Biden started to uh, 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 tank a little bit or fall in the polls. His overall approval rating um, is down for the first time since he was sworn in. And um, going into September, that is not something that Democrats want to see, a September in which they'll have to raise the debt ceiling, do government funding, a whole host of things they have to do in the next couple of months to um, uh, keep the government operating. Let's get into it. Supreme Court nixed the eviction moratorium with Congress on recess. So if you remember Cori Bush, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, all those folks, um, we're on all those folks, meaning all these progressives from the progressive caucus and the so-called squad, slept on the um, on the steps of the Capitol to try to pressure Joe Biden to uh, extend the eviction moratorium. He did, and the Supreme Court struck it out last night. Struck it down last night, rather. So let's um, review this here for a second. Treasury, what what's going to happen now? So Congress is on recess. So Congress can't do anything. And even if Congress wasn't on recess. It's extraordinarily unlikely that the Senate is going to pass an eviction moratorium. Now, there's all this money sloshing around in the government to um, uh, stem evictions, but uh, I imagine Congress is going to begin putting extreme pressure on uh, the administration to better disperse those monies into states to better disperse those monies. A tough political situation here for the, for Democrats because they're going to get a lot of pressure from the left to take action. And typically, the wings of both parties tend to not recognize the pro- the political reality um, in which uh, we govern, right? Because they, they don't know or they're not willing to accept the fact that the Senate is, does not have 60 votes to pass the eviction moratorium. You'll hear a lot from Democrats that they should blow up the filibuster to bypass the 60 votes, although that's not going to happen. And now let's talk about Afghanistan. This is number three, a tragic day in Afghanistan, obviously, um, 12 Marines and a Navy medic dead, 18 Americans wounded. Um, Biden blamed the the attack on ISIS-K, and um, it's just very difficult at this point to look at the U.S. exit from Afghanistan as anything but kind of a a disaster. Um, Yes, I understand that the administration has evacuated tens of thousands of people. Um, and I, I, that's totally, it's, that's amazing. They've run a huge airlift. But uh, now Joe Biden's main goal um, has to be to get out of that country, to get out of Afghanistan without any more attacks. So Biden said yesterday he knows of no conflict where ending uh, uh, was easy. And 
that's understandable. He also uh, blamed Donald Trump for the exit, and uh, but did say he bears responsibility for everything that has happened as of late. So what's next? I mean, Democratic control of Capitol Hill will protect Biden from a lot of this, a lot of the blowback here. Democrats have mostly been in lockstep behind him. Um, and uh, although, you know, there are Democrats who are suggesting that um, uh, Biden has not done well here. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Bob Menendez, the chairman of the Senate Foreign Relations Committee, called it a full-fledged humanitarian crisis. Susan Wild, Democrat of Pennsylvania, um, said that it is clear to me that it is long past time to end the U.S. military presence in Afghanistan. In order to move forward, we will need to receive answers and accountability. Our troops deserve nothing less than a complete and unvarnished account of the truth. So that's pretty pretty uh, firm. On the Republican side, you have Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell, who have been very critical of Biden. But hardcore Trump supporters have demanded that uh, Biden resign, that Kamala Harris resign, that Anthony Blinken resign, that Lloyd Austin resign, that Milley resign, and that Biden's cabinet boot him out of office on the 25th Amendment. Now, none of those things are going to happen. Um, and But Kevin McCarthy has a press conference this morning at 1030. We'll see if he moves uh, into a um, into he should resign territory. Now, Biden isn't the first person to have a massive... Uh, uh, military conflict or, or situation, let's say, in his first couple, in his first months in office, George Bush had 9-11, Bill Clinton had Black Hawk Down, the fall of Saigon happened eight months into Jerry Ford's presidency, and JFK had uh, Bay of Pigs not even 100 days into his presidency. We'll have to see if Biden, uh, how Biden handles this and how Biden uh, deals with this, the political situation that he's been given. With that, leave us a rating and review. Smash that follow button. You can subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.